Hi everyone, welcome to the Unleashing Brilliance podcast. I'm your host Janine Garner and I've pulled together some of the greatest minds from around the globe to help inspire you to release your own brilliance into the world. Whether we are talking to entrepreneurs, business owners or just some all-round awesome people, I can guarantee these conversations will help you start thinking about how you can create more impact in the work that you do. A mix of incredible interviews and my own personal musings, join me from wherever you are to begin the journey to unleashing your own brilliance into the world. Hello, Janine Garner here, the host of this podcast, Unleashing Brilliance. Now, today's conversation, oh my goodness me, this conversation stopped me in my tracks so many times. What if you were told that the thing that you want the most is often behind the very thing you are resisting the most? This was the question that today's guest posted during our conversation. Laura Aura is my guest today. She is the CEO of Works & Co, which is an urban branding studio and the host of a top 100 podcast called The Gutsy Podcast. She's also a speaker, an author and all-round visionary. It's taken me ages to lock in a time with Laura. She's based over in Pennsylvania, so trying to get our diaries to align has been a little bit of a challenge, but we finally got there. And oh my goodness, today's conversation, as I said, just stopped me in my tracks so many times where I actually had to sit and think and get some perspective myself. Again, that question, the thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you're resisting the most. Just such an awesome conversation. What we also talk about in here is the voices in our heads that get in the way, recognizing your own thoughts. And Laura shares a technique for stopping those pesky inner voices from stopping you achieving the very thing that you want. Laura is an alignment coach for female entrepreneurs. She's a genius at guiding them to learn how to honor what it is that they want and to truly listen to that and to go for it. So all I can say is buckle up. This is a fabulous conversation and I can't wait to hear what resonates for you. If you love this podcast, please leave a comment below. If you've got any feedback, please message me, Janine at JanineGarner.com. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Enjoy. Good morning from Sydney, Laura. I know it's good evening, your side of the world. How are you this this morning, this evening? Hey, you know, I am fantastic because I'm here in the space with you and I just know that some greatness is about to go down. Oh, I am so glad we finally managed to get our diaries to align as much as we are connected globally now, sometimes trying to navigate the ever-changing time differences actually does our heads in, but we finally did it, which is awesome. We did. And you know, you throw in like daylight savings and all that stuff that that just adds in a whole nother layer that I'm like, could we just make this more simplified? But you know, here we are. We did it. It's just crazy. I'm so excited about this conversation that we're going to have. I feel so grateful for our beautiful friend, Heather Roberts, that's introduced us. And this is the power of connection, right? When you've got other people that are making connections without necessarily understanding why, but just knowing that people need to know each other, incredible things happen. And we were lucky enough to jump online and have a chitty chitty chat chat. 
And literally from then on, it was like, I have to get you on my podcast because I love your story and I love the work that you're doing now. So grateful. Heather Roberts, if you are listening, you are the bee's knees. We love you. So Laura, <laughs> just to build some context around, around this conversation, can you just briefly explain what it is that you're doing now? Like, what is Laura all about? What is her work? Yeah, Laura. So Laura is Laura Aura. And she is all about empowering women in business to rediscover who they are and what they actually want and how they actually want to do these things, right? Like through coaching, through my show called The Gutsy Podcast, I'm just really, I just feel insanely called to have these just very honest conversations about all the things that we are all thinking and feeling, but maybe don't have the space, the capacity, or the support to vocalize, to work through, to shift through, even just to humanize. Like we all are so isolated in our own worlds. And then we add in our mind component. And, you know, the conversations that you have with yourself can get very loud very quickly. And so it's my truest honor to help women get out of their heads so they can do the shit that they came here to do in the first place. Ah, high five to that. Talking my language. You know, it amazes me how, particularly recently, I don't know if you're seeing this amongst your clients or through the work that you do, but I am absolutely seeing, particularly in these last sort of three to six months, the infiltration of all of the negative news cycles and the fear that's going on around the world. Even the most confident of women, even the most driven of women, even the most successful of women are for whatever reason starting to question what it is that they're doing. Are you seeing that? Are you sensing that there's this unsettling going on, whether it be an unsettlement about are they doing the right thing or an unsettlement about what it is that they're doing? Are you sensing any of that over oh, where you absolutely. are? I mean, those are the conversations that I have almost every single week, yeah. right? Like these women are brilliant. Mm. They are smart. They are talented. They are go-getters. They have a vision and gosh, I actually even feel emotion behind my eyes when I'm saying this because I can feel their their passion and their depth. Mm. But there, there's this thing that stops them, right? There's this pause, this halt, this, I don't know if it's insecurity or I find lack of clarity always takes us on a wild goose chase. But, you know, there's just this lot, there's a lot of thought in what am I doing? Am I doing it right? Do I need to do more? Do I need to do less? And it happens to all of us. And I think that's one of the most important things and why these conversations are so freaking important is because you're not the only one, right? You're not the only one. And so when you can hear conversations like this and say, oh, okay, well, I'm not the only one thinking and feeling like this. Let me lock arms with people that get me. Let me get into rooms that support me. That can really make a world of a difference. Oh, absolutely. So, so before we delve into that, you know, I'm always curious about how you landed on doing this work, doing the work that you're doing now, how, what, what got you to here? Because, you know, often what we hear is the story behind the work that we're doing now and how we can help each other now. But what very rarely gets shared is that journey to now. And I think there's always some beauty in this because this is where you are able to connect, where people go, shit, that's me. That's exactly where I'm at right now. So I'm curious, Laura, you know, when you think about your childhood or the community in which you grew up, how do you think on reflection that has shaped the person that you have become and the work that you are doing now? Mm. Wow. 
we could have a whole hour long conversation on this, but I'll keep it, I'll keep it short here. You know, my childhood was not great, right? I grew up in a relationship with a challenged relationship with my mother, a father that left very early on in my life, just a lot of unsettledness. The talk around finances and money was always, always, always a point of tension, right? So I grew up in this household where emotions were not welcome, where Laura was too loud, sit down, shut up, do what you're supposed to do, take care of your siblings, a lot of responsibility put on my shoulder, and deeply, deeply rooted in the fear that money was either going to make me an asshole, or it was just never going to be there. And so growing up and building my business, you know, those things come forward with you. Spoiler alert, not sure if everybody's aware of that, but that shit doesn't just go away, right? It may not look the same. It may not sound the same, but it shows up in different ways. And so I think in the work that I do now, gosh, so much of it has been internal and shifting my beliefs and my systems. But I think one of the most important things about the work that I do now is I'm really adamant about making sure that people feel seen and heard. I want to create space. I do create space for women to speak up, to be too loud, to be too eccentric, to be too whatever the world has told them that they are too much of. Not in my world, my friend. You can be everything that you are and then some. Because when I was a little girl, I was told to sit down and shut up, right? The weight of the world was put on my shoulders. I was weighed down with responsibility from a child, like eight years old and up. And I just believe that there's this magical part of us in a kind of a quick story, Laura Aura, which is my brand name, to me is the connection between my little girl, which is that little girl that got all that responsibility put on her shoulders, right? But it's the fun and the adventure and the explorer and this singing and dancing and free-flowing, just high-energy person, right? And then there's my higher self, which is the person that's always guiding me, leaving me breadcrumbs, saying, hey, I have something for us. Are you willing to go this direction? And then there's my present day self, the person that gets to have this conversation with you right here and right now. And Laura Aura is this all-encompassing embodiment of all three of those. And so with my childhood and thinking back about how very quickly I had to grow up, I think that I pushed my child down, right? I've done a lot of inner child work so much of it and so empowering that now like let's bring her along and I think with working with the women that I get to share space with the women that come into my world to say hey I trust you will you see me like let's have fun again right like let's embody the little girl inside of us let's embody this higher spirit that's calling us you're such an in-depth incredible human magical human being If we allow ourselves to be more of ourselves, that is literally truly where all of the magic, all of the visions that you see and feel get to come to life. Oh, there's so much about that. And you, I'm reflecting as you're talking about, you know, some of the work, I've done some inner child work too, and I can distinctly, I can still remember this moment. Again, you talk about the emotion behind your eyes. I can still remember this specific moment where I spoke to eight-year-old Janine, seven-year-old Janine, and literally said I feel your pain here's my hand come on we've got this together and thank you for sticking at it because there's no way I'd be doing the work that I'm doing now actually if it wasn't for the strength and the courage 
of that little girl. And I think sometimes we rush through life, don't we? And we forget that all of these moments, you know, every single age we are learning stuff. And so many stick in that space of regret or blame or it's someone else or because of X. And when you can get to that point of understanding and acceptance and joy for what the future can hold, if you can just move forward, it opens up so many opportunities. And yet there's so many people that haven't had the opportunity to do that work. So yeah, you you gave me goosebumps because it was taking me back to some work that I did. Now, Laura, I'm imagining there's there are people listening that go, yeah, that sounds all well and good. But, you know, I'm curious, what was that watershed moment for you? When did the penny drop for you that there was this higher purpose work that you had to do where you suddenly felt, yes, I found myself mm. and I know this is the work. What was the watershed moment that flicked that switch for you from striving, proving, because you're an amazing business owner, you've got an incredible background in terms of doing work, but then there's this shift that happened. What was that moment? Yeah. So gosh, I can relive it like it was yesterday because I can feel it in inside and out. So my background is in branding. I've owned a branding agency for 15 years now. And leading up to COVID, you know, we all have our turning point moments. Leading up to COVID, you know, the branding agency had been growing and was expanding. But listen, I was so lost in it. I had built that business to make sure that everyone else was taken care of. See that childhood stuff, how that comes forward. It was my responsibility to make sure everyone was taken care of. And guess who got put on the very back burner? Mm-hmm. It was me. And so I had four months worth of my own paychecks sitting on my desk at home, not cashed because I needed to make sure that everybody else's checks were clearing. And there were even moments when those weren't right. Like I had just expended every ounce of myself and everything was falling apart because of it. And when COVID hit, you know, when we got the news that we were going to shut down, I knew that in my industry, when budgets get cut, that we are one of the, we literally are one of the very first people to get cut. And so I was driving to my office and I got this intuitive download that said, you need to let everybody go today. And I was like, this is terrible. (laughs) I don't want to do this, but I've learned to hear and trust my intuition. And so I went into my office, I called everybody into one room and I let everybody go. And it was a terrible decision, but it was a necessary decision. It had to happen that way. And I can remember packing up my bags and packed up my iMac and I put everything in my car and I went home. I set up shop in my basement in my house. And I remember sitting in the chaos that I had allowed. Essentially, I had created this monster, right? This business that I had created to run and to grow was now running me. And so I was like literally sitting in a pot of my own shit. And I can remember going what does Laura want? And in that moment, I realized I had not asked myself that in probably a decade. And in that moment, it was like a light switch went off, a f- something shifted deep inside of me. And I started to make all of my decisions through the lens of what made Laura happy, what brought Laura alive, what made me excited to get out of bed, what made me want to just like do a little freaking jig because I was so damn excited to do the work, right? And slowly but surely, it took time, but I started to, I rebuilt everything, literally in the basement by myself, 
you know, that many, many, so many tears, a lot of tequila and a lot more hope and will. <laughs> but that's when I realized like I'm here to impact people and sitting miserably behind my computer 40, 50, 60 hours a week and just making ends meet. That's not who I am. That's not who I am. And so I leaned more into the podcast, which had already been existing at that point, but I leaned more into to what I loved about that. I leaned more into coaching and consulting. I leaned more into the conversations and slowly but surely I started to come alive again. So the question is, what do you want? Hmm. And are you willing to give yourself permission to take action on that? So I just want to go back to that because again, I reckon there's people listening guy, like they know, I reckon there's people listening that that know and can feel that pain of what you experienced of essentially looking ahead and going, oh, like we talk about drudgery or we talk about, you know, being on that hamster wheel. I talk a lot in my work about, you know, quit that blaming and taking ownership of the life and the choices that you make. But as we both know, that takes bravery and courage to not just know it, but then to act on it. And equally, I remember when I made the decision to essentially give up my corporate job and stop having a salary to start doing my own thing, people around me didn't necessarily understand why I was making that choice. It was the same when I sold my business. It's like, what the hell are you doing, Janine? I'm curious at the time, Laura, did you did you sense that doubt around you of some people? If not awesome, what do you think ensured that? And if you did sense it, how did you manage yourself through that? Because I'm imagining that's one of the key things that stops people doing what they want, other people's judgment. Oh, goodness. Other people's thoughts, feelings, and expectations love to run to the front of the line, right? In our minds, and our bodies, because we want to make the people around us happy right? We want them to be proud of us. There's a bit of a survival technique that comes in with it. And so, you know, it happens, right? It is part of the journey, but the trick is not allowing their thoughts, feelings, and expectations to overrule your own. And so I think in that moment, I don't know that I experienced it. I think that there was a lot of people worried about me because I kind of went, well, we were in hibernation anyway, essentially, but I really was isolated because at that point I was literally just trying to save a business. It was our livelihood. It was how we paid our bills. So I don't know that in that particular experience, I felt that pressure from outside, but I a thousand percent have in other situations, right? Like, so coming out of it, I've had the opportunity to, to purchase a commercial building, right? I'm sitting in it right now. We're going to renovate it. And there's a whole vision behind it. And in the beginning, so some of those thoughts, feelings, and expectations popped up with the building. Well, how are you going to do that? How are you going to pay for those things? When are you going to get things started? When are things going to be done? And like, it's all this like external pressure. And I think that most people don't mean ill will by it, but it's their own projection of their own feelings that's coming out on you. And then we end up absorbing it and being like, oh, well, well, how am I going to do this? How am I going to afford it? And I think the most important thing to recognize is your own thoughts versus someone else's. And getting very clear about like, what is it that you want? How do you want to do things? And if you're not a thousand percent sure, that's okay. Are you willing to continue to walk the path of figuring it out for yourself? And knowing that there's always going to be external voices, but what is truly happening inside of you? You know, we can't control what they say, but we can control what we do. 
And so just, you know, having that clear distinction between what is my voice and what is theirs Mm -hmm. and what feels right for me to move forward with, let me give myself permission to do that. I love that distinction about the external voices and recognizing when they're not serving you. And then the flip side is there's the internal (laughs) voice that goes on. Yeah. Or multiple voices that go on, which again, I reckon there's people going, oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm not good enough. I can't do this. What's your thinking around that? How you manage? And I hate using the term imposter syndrome. I was reading an article recently that actually suggested that the term imposter syndrome is one of those that has been created to keep women small. So I'm going to try and stop using it. But we do have these internal voices going on that just put that massive break in us that that puts the brake the handbrake on and says don't go anymore you know how what what suggestions have you got or how have you managed that yourself how do you manage your own internal dialogue that's trying to stop you from doing stuff listen like i said that voice in between your two ears is the loudest voice that you will ever hear and it's often the conversations that we're having when no one else is looking or can hear that has the greatest impact I also want to say, though, that your natural self wants you to succeed. Your natural self believes in you. And so these negative thoughts, these negative things that you're saying, it's simply an absorption of something along your path, right? Whether you read something online, whether it's something shitty that your mom said when you were seven, whether it was a rude comment that a friend said in high school. I mean, you name it, we could pick up 100 things today. And so again, recognizing your own voice versus external is really important. But when you're in the thick of it, you're not thinking about that, right? Like you're not like, oh, let me sit down here and think. No, we're not doing that. We're just like going 100 miles an hour. And so what I have found to be incredibly helpful is recognizing where we have our own resistance. So the thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. Every time I say that on TikTok, people get real wound up but it is a thousand percent true. So are you inspired to step up to take massive action in your own business? Maybe you're feeling like the world's best kept secret and a little bit invisible right now. Or maybe you're frustrated at your lack of progress and want to win more at work and succeed more in life. Maybe it's about being ready to welcome more sales and more profit finally into your business. If you're interested in finding out more about my work, check me out on all the usual social platform suspects or email me at support at and let's set up a time to chat about how I can help you. Yeah, tell us more. The thing you want the most, I'm writing it down, is the thing you resist the most. Tell me more about that. Tell me more. It's often behind the thing that you resist the most. Look, we have these desires, right? And your mind wants to jump in and tell you a thousand reasons why you can't have it. And so we create resistance against the thing that we actually want. So let's say that, I don't know, let's say you want to increase your prices. We'll just go with that as a general term here. You want to raise your prices because you want to grow your business, you want to expand your lifestyle, insert whatever reason it's meaningful for you, or it's just time, right? So you know that you want to do this. You know it's time to do this. Every ounce of you, you're like, actually, it's probably pretty overdue, right? But then your body's like, oh, that's scary. Then your mind's like, 
no one's going to want to pay that. What if we lose clients? Then people are going to leave. Now it's going to be harder. What if I go back to the way that things were before? I mean, our brain wants to go a thousand miles an hour. And so if we can recognize where we start to have that running wheel of thoughts, that's really not truly who you are. If you can start to recognize where you have a desire and there is pushback inside of you, that is your opportunity, my friend, to say, hold on, let me pause. Because the thing that I want the most right now is to maybe increase my prices, but I'm resisting it. And therefore I am not raising my prices. Every time I'm signing someone on, you know, three hours later, I'm like, gosh, I should have done this. I should have done, you know, we go down that rabbit hole and then we want to beat our own asses for not doing the thing. And then we start a whole nother rigmarole, right? Like it just gets really big and really stupid very, very quickly. But in the moment, it's very real. And so if you can recognize what is your desire and where and when and where in your body are you feeling this pushback, you're resisting it. Okay, let me unpack that then. Where is the resistance coming from? I always tell people to choose the temporary hard that gets you closer to where you want to be. Because here's the thing, if you're not comfortable in your current pricing structure, if it's no longer meeting the needs of your business, then every single day you're experiencing a level of challenge, right? So that perpetuates. If we do nothing about it, that is your every day. Whereas if you choose the temporary hard, which is having the tough conversation with yourself, I know I can do this. I've done it before. The clients that want to work with me are so ready. There are so many people in this world that are ready and willing to pay me and they are waiting for me to step up for myself. Let me do this temporary hard thing that relieves me on the other side of this. And then the mental stuff starts to go away, right? Mm -hmm. It's getting over the hump of the decision to take the action. That's where all the noise lives. I love how you've broken that down. And I'm, hell yeah, sister, it's crazy. <laughs> I've had a number of clients recently and the first thing has been, put your prices up for goodness sake. And they're like, exactly what you're talking about. I can't, I can't, I can't. And then somehow we get them through. And then I always get the email, I can't believe it's taken me this long. I have not just doubled my prices, I've tripled my prices. And there's been no pushback. I'm like, yes, there you go. It's crazy. And it's as you and I both know, it's the quickest way to get your profit up instead of chasing, you know, shiny stuff and trying to get new clients. So love that. Now you focus, you talk about this concept of alignment a lot in your work. And I know it literally embodies every single cell of your being, this concept of alignment with a absolute focus on working with female entrepreneurs. But can you um, just explain for our audience what you mean by alignment and equally why it is more important than ever right now that women do this work? Absolutely. Look, alignment is nothing more than doing and being who you are. It's making decisions with you in mind. It's following your curiosity. It is doing the temporary hard thing that leads you to where you actually want to be. It's living. It's living. It's embodying your values. It's embodying your spirit. It's embodying your joy. It's like truly being the person that you've always been before the world told you what you should be. Because we are so conditioned in more ways than I could even sit here and count with you today. And so this concept of alignment is essentially saying like, I'm going to begin taking a layer of me off that doesn't belong 
And I'm going to start to uncover and rediscover who I actually am. Because I'll tell you, one of the top things that I hear is when I'm starting to work with these women and they're like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I want to do. Right? Like that's such a common thing. And that, that kills me. Right? Because everyone is so unique in their own way. And it's just like you've been like dumped on for years or decades. And it's like, where do I start to like even put an arm out to uncover where I am in this world? And so this alignment work is so essential now more than ever. It's because like individuality is everything. Your joy is everything. Like waking up and doing work that actually brings you joy is possible, right? Like we get, especially here in the U S I'm not sure if this is true for Australia as well, but a lot in the U S it's like, Oh, just getting by, you know, just get up and do the same routine and do the thing and then go to bed and do it all over again. tomorrow. I'm like, I cannot, (laughs) right? Like there is an aliveness in every single person. But to your point, like you get caught in this, like, this blame game and well, this and that and and this excuse. And it's like, what do you truly want? Is that the life that you want to continue to live? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to decide something a little bit different today and start taking the movement and the action to get into alignment with yourself? Mm -hmm. And so it's this journey of rediscovering who you are and giving yourself permission to be that person. And that can take some time. I know when I ask that question, what is it that you truly want? What does it look like? What does it feel like? So many people find it so hard to answer that question. And much like you've just articulated, I I feel really sad about that. I like, I can't answer it for you either. I can't give you the seven easy steps to or the injection or the pill to help you work out what that is. I can't do that. All I can do is help guide. But equally, I find it sad that we've got such an, so many amazing human beings on this planet that are essentially robotically existing through life. And yet there's, I think, all of the answers that we're looking for, all of the ideas that we are seeking, all of the hope and the love and the richness and success is at all of our fingertips because every single one of us has this opportunity to positively live the life we want and through that create that ripple effect on our children, on our team, on our community, and that's where the magic happens. And so it does start individually, but it takes time, doesn't it? What What do you think stops people? Well, first of all, do you think everyone can? And then secondly, what is stopping people from doing that work in mm. the year 2023? You know, I think everyone can find their own version of alignment. I think that that's very important to note is that my alignment looks different than yours, looks different than your best friends, looks different than the person down the street from me right now, right? It's not about also even achieving this level of perfection and then maintaining it, right? I think sometimes we think like, oh, well, once I'm in alignment, then I'm I will just stay there. And I teach this for a living. I fall out of alignment all the time, but I can recognize it faster, right? And I've got a technique that helps me get back into it that I'd be happy to share if that makes sense and we have time. But absolutely, everyone has their own version of alignment and everyone can achieve that. And remind me of your second question because I got ahead of myself. What stops people? What stops people? Themselves. Yeah. And all that stuff we talked about. 
almost every single time. Talk, I talk myself out of it before I get started. I come up with every reason in the book why I can't do something. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't feel good today. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of times it ends up coming down to excuses. Yeah. Because it's more familiar to stay in that space, right? It's safer. So I'd love you to share that technique. But before we do, what I'd also love to hear is from your experience, when your clients do this work, where they finally start understanding what alignment means to them, what are the results of it? What do mm. you notice happens? What's the change that those people experience? And maybe you've got an example of how you've helped someone go from and what that looks like. Because again, it's a bit like finding our purpose and finding our way. It's one of these things that's like this ethereal thing that we know, it's that knowing. But I think sometimes it's that vision of what the possibility could be that gives people the courage to go and do that work. Absolutely. Yeah. When I'm thinking about what is possible, you know, like my whole body lights up, right? Because some of the things that I've seen and even just in my own experience, right? Like I I am my greatest testament to this work because I've walked this path and applied all of this. And I went from um, bankrupt people pleasing business about to shut down world is falling apart type of mentality and reality to having a global podcast in the top 100 under entrepreneurship to buying a commercial building to completely rebuilding my business. But more importantly than any of that contextual stuff, I'm freaking happy. And I think that that's what it boils down to. Like I have joy in my work again. I feel like I have purpose again. I feel alive again. And that is a thousand percent what I see in the women that choose to do this work it's like the light bulb comes back on. The sparkle comes back in their eye. There's a pep in their step again. They're excited to do their work. They start believing in themselves again, right? Like you can like literally feel the energy start to build. And they're like, this I can mentality starts to just become the natural thing. And it's again, it's not to say that challenges aren't going to come up, but now you're better equipped to move through them faster. Now the thing that trips you up today is not going to take you down for the next three months. You might have a moment for the next day or two, and that's okay, because you're a human, but you get back on it. And so I've seen women not only come back alive, but completely restructure their businesses. I've seen people triple their income. I've seen people completely redo their services and their offers so that they're offering things that like they actually love to do. I've seen women quit their corporate jobs and start their business that they've been thinking about for decades. I've seen women finally write the book that's been in their soul for the last 15 years, right? Like, it's like everything that you keep sitting and daydreaming about actually starts to become something physically in front of you. Mm -hmm. And I can't even like put words on how incredibly powerful that is to witness, because I get to watch people come alive again, and do the thing that they were put on this earth to do in the first place. Oh, and I can, oh, that's work worth doing, right? Absolutely work worth doing. Couldn't agree more. I'd love you if you are happy to share that technique that you use to help people start understanding where that either misalignment or alignment is, if you're willing to share. Because I think this is a great opportunity, particularly for those listening that have resonating with everything that you're saying right now to give them something to take away and do something with. 
So if you're happy to do that, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So this is a process that I didn't know that I was creating when I created it because I was just doing it on my own. And then one day I was like, oh, wait, that's actually a technique that I can teach and guide. So this is called the power back process. And this is a very simple technique that you can do while you're safely driving, while you're working at your desk, while you're in a group of people, when you're sitting at home, it doesn't matter. You don't need anything. You you don't have to buy anything. This is literally your body and your mind reconnecting. So when you feel yourself start to spiral, when those thoughts start taking over, when you feel, whether it's frantic energy, whether it's you shut down, I think it's important to understand what your tendencies are. So when something feels big, what are your tendencies? For me, my tendency is to get frantic. I start doing 100 things at once. I become like this professional multitasking wizard. It's not great. But I know that that is my misaligned self. So when let's use the mindset for today's discussion, if you start going down that rabbit hole of I'm not good enough, I don't know what I'm doing, I need to do more of this. Okay, so we're going to do the power back process, which is an acronym. A- U R A. (laughs) The first is awareness. We have got to start building radical awareness around our thoughts and our feelings. So the second that mind starts to take over, I'm not good enough, right? I'm not ready. And I'm start doing all this chatter. Okay. I can recognize in this moment that I'm doing that. What am I saying to myself? Where am I feeling that in my body? Am I willing to pause? That's the trick, my friends. If you're willing to pause and build awareness around your thoughts, you can shift anything. So the next step then is you, is to unpack it. This is a really beautiful, fluid space where we're not judging it. We're not trying to like make it mean something. I like to look at it as like, hmm, I wonder where that came from. Did I see something online that kind of plucked a nerve? Am I getting ahead of myself? Maybe I overcommitted today. Is my phone driving me nuts? Like, where did this come from? So now we're just, we're starting to diffuse it, right? This big thing starts to come down a few notches. The next step is R to reframe it. What is real? What is true? What is actual? Am I really not good enough? Okay, listen, Laura, you know that you're super capable. Look at all the things that we've accomplished on this journey. Look at how successful we've been. Look how many things we've been able to pivot. Like, you're smart. You've got this. You can figure this out. We can shift what's happening right now, right? Now you're giving yourself a pep talk. Instead of beating your own mental ass, now we're like having a pep talk here, right? And then A is aligned action. Now you've taken this big thing. It has diffused down into something very manageable. Now you've gotten back into your body. And now I'm going to choose to take action from this space. So before when we're spiraling and we start doing all these frantic things or we start doing the thing that we would typically do, we've paused, we've come back in, we've talked ourselves through it. Now we're back in our body. Now I can choose differently, right? Now I can respond instead of react. And this very simple process, and I do it every single day, literally, The more you do it, it's like building a muscle. You're building new tracks in your brain. You're building new subconscious beliefs. You're literally shifting your chemistry, my friends. (laughs) But this builds the muscle. And before you know it, it becomes easier and things start to change because now you're consciously making changes in your life instead of subconsciously running around with your hair on fire. It's so good. And it's such an easily acronym to remember. And I love what you've done there, 
Laura, in terms of acknowledging the crazy spiraling out of control that can happen. And we've all been there. We all will go through it. But you're forcing this pausing reflection, slow down. What's the reality? Now take some action. Because if we stay in that spiral, we freeze. The fear, nothing changes. And I'm certainly seeing a lot of that at the moment where it's either the perfectionism, the work, the busyness of life, the blame, the I can't do it. It just becomes this negative cycle that goes on. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Before we sort of wrap up, whilst we're on this, where can people find you and get more of this awesomeness that is you? Yeah, thank you. So lauraora.com, it's L-A-U-R-A-A-U-R-A.com is the hub for all things me. You can learn about my coaching programs there. I've got a free online Facebook community that I'd love for you to join, but also the Gutsy Podcast. So every week I've got two episodes that come out. If you enjoy raw, real, loving conversations that combine energy and the mind with grounded, practical ways to do things, my show may be right up your alley. And then on social, I play the most on TikTok. That's my platform of choice. I get pretty unhinged over there. So you can find me on TikTok, but the other platforms using at that Laura Aura. Love it. And I'll put all that in the show notes. I've got two final questions for you. First up, the question I'm really curious about is if, if you could say anything to eight-year-old Laura, mm. we could magically clone you and bring her back on this podcast as well. What would you say to her? Hmm. You know, I have a picture of her on my desk. I keep a picture of my little girl with me. She's a little bit younger there. What would I say to eight-year-old Laura? Let me feel what my heart wants to say. I would tell her that everyone is not her responsibility and that she has help and that she's not alone and that she's allowed to keep having fun. What a beautiful, (laughs) beautiful, I just got goosebumps. (laughs) And I guess my final question on the back of that is, what is your wish for all of those incredible women listening to this podcast right now? If there was one final wish that you could pass on to them, Hmm. what would that be? My friends, my wish for you is that you give yourself the opportunity to feel aliveness, that you give yourself a chance to explore new things and to try stuff that doesn't make sense to anybody else and to play and to be the first one on the dance floor at a wedding and to not care if that wild hot pink shirt looks good or not and that you embrace your body for all that it is. I wish aliveness for you, that you truly get to live this life, to feel this life, to be able to be present in the moment with your friends, with your family, with your coworkers and to lay down every night knowing that you made the absolute most of this day. Laura, you are (laughs) an absolute gift to humanity. I feel really honored that we have connected. We've never met in person, but this is one of the joys for me of the fact that we can connect across global boundaries. And I feel like I have found, you know, a, a kindred soul in the work that we are both doing in our own way. And I want to thank you for stepping into this space and for doing the work that you love and the impact that you are helping other women create in their work. It's been a fabulous last 45 minutes. 
And I hope one day our paths cross in person and we can enjoy one of those margaritas. Or tequila. You're a tequila drinker. One of those tequilas (laughs) together. I'm happy to do tequila. (laughs) Might not be able to do more than a couple, but I'm happy to do tequila. Laura, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for gifting your time today. Oh, thank you so much. This has been an absolute joy and honor. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Unleashing Brilliance. I hope you have new ideas on how to step into your own brilliance after listening today. For those of you who don't know, my own brilliance is helping businesswomen embrace their brilliance to achieve greater profits, align with their purpose and create greater impact through their business. I've helped thousands of businesswomen leverage their networks, build rock-solid business plans, and break through the glass ceiling to become seven-figure business owners and beyond. If you're looking to take your business to the next level and have been feeling stuck or are frustrated that it's been taking forever, then shoot me a message today, as I'd love to help you. You can email me directly at support at or find me on any of my social media platforms listed in the show notes below. Until next time, have an absolutely fabulous day.